Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The this morning is written for us in Isaiah chapter 60, reading from verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is dawning upon you. Look, darkness covers the earth, and deep darkness covers the peoples. But the Lord will dawn upon you, and his glory will be seen over you. Nations will walk to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Look up, look all around and see. All of them have been gathered. They are coming to you. Your sons will come from far away, and people will carry your daughters on their side. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will race with excitement and burst with joy, for great riches from the sea will be delivered to you. The wealth of the nations will come to you. Caravans of camels will cover your land, young camels from Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba will come. They will carry gold and incense, and they will announce the good news of the praise of the Lord. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In Jesus the Christ, the light of the world, dear fellow redeemed. Before I became a pastor, I worked in underground mines. And every day before the shift, you would go to the lamp room and there you would have an assigned number on your lamp and you'd go and take it off the charger, put it on your belt, clip the lamp on your hat. That's because underground mines are dark. In fact, they're so dark, if you are underground and you turn your cap lamp off, you can't even see your hand in front of your face. Sometimes you think you do, but it's just your mind. Now, in that darkness, sometimes your battery would go dead. Or sometimes the main bulb would blow out. There was a, an auxiliary bulb there, but sometimes that failed too. When that happened, you were just stuck in the darkness. Now there was a rule that every miner knew if their lamp went out. Don't move. Don't try and find your way out. Stay where you are. You can imagine that there's a lot of dangers underground and stumbling around in the dark probably isn't the wisest thing. So the rule was just stay where you are. You need someone to bring light to you. Your light has come is what our text tells us. Jesus has come to deliver us from the darkness so that we can shine for others. 
Our text tells us that darkness covers the earth. Are you aware that our world is dark? You probably are. You see, the, the terrible things that, that happen in this world. Child molestation. School shootings. People ripping off the elderly and vulnerable. We can look all around this world and, and just see the spiritual darkness that pervades every aspect of our lives. So we're not really surprised when Isaiah tells us the world is, is covered in darkness. But the very next sentence there or, or phrase is deep darkness covers the peoples. You may be aware of the world's darkness, but are you mindful of your own? We, we can look at those child molesters, those rapists, those murderers, those thieves, and think, oh, I would never do something like that. But is that really true? Are you saying the darkness and evil that is inside of you by nature is less than everyone else? If you think that, I would suggest you don't really know yourself. This world is dark in large part because the people are dark. We have been infested and corrupted by sin. Darkness has covered us and darkness has covered you. And if you search out the reasons, the deep motivations of your hearts, the, the, the source of the desires that you have, you'll have to acknowledge, man, I'm dark inside. There's a part of me that never wants to see the light. But arise, shine, because your light has come. Isaiah was here speaking of the time when Jesus would come into the world. Jesus tells us that he is the light of the world. He has come so that you can see yourself and see him. Jesus needs to show us how, how dark we are inside. Because we by nature want to say, we want to downplay that darkness and we want to say, well, I'm really a good person. At, at least I'm, I'm better than a lot of other people. 
And he has to tear our hearts open with the law and, and show us, no, you're not a good person. You are full of darkness. So that his light then can shine. Jesus doesn't want you to perish in the darkness, especially in the darkness of hell. And so he came and he took the darkness of our sins upon himself on the cross. And this is even reflected that day on Calvary when God stopped the sun from shining. That was proof to you that Jesus really has taken on the darkness of your sin. And he really has suffered what your sins demanded. So that he has paid for your sins. That cross then is a beacon of light and hope of, of God's love to a, a dark and fallen humanity. God's light of love to you. As you dwell and think about the darkness in your heart, sometimes, sometimes we can struggle with how it is possible for a righteous God to forgive someone like me. Someone that has those thoughts and desires. Someone that has those actions of, of hand and those words of mouth. Calvary is the answer. Because there God took your darkness away. There God offered sufficient payment for all of your sins. And when Jesus bursts forth from the tomb that Easter morning with the light of God's love and forgiveness, that was God's declaration to you that he has accepted what Jesus did for you. So now you are loved. You are forgiven. You are children of the light. And our text speaks so clearly of people being drawn to the light of the church, Zion. That's now you and me. Jesus tells us in the Gospel of Matthew that we are the light of the world. And that we're to let our light shine before men that they we see our good deeds and glorify the Father in heaven. Not only has, has God redeemed you and saved you, He's now given you a great purpose. Because when you look out over the world, it's still full of darkness. There's people still living in darkness. And you have the light. You have Jesus. And Jesus chooses to work through you so that others would come and bow down before him. You now are the star 
that leads people to Jesus. Just like that first star that led the wise men to come to Jesus, bow down before him, offer a gold and incense. Now we are that star. May God the Holy Spirit so deeply change us that we believe that Jesus is our Savior. And may he radically transform us so that we may be lights in this dark and sinful world that others too may come to know Jesus, the light of the world. To him be the glory, now and forever. Amen. Please stand for the blessing. And now may the peace of God which transcends all understanding God and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.